Hi, and welcome to Wellness with Lana. I'm Lana, your realistic wellness bestie, here to discuss everything from nutrition and fitness to mental health and fun. Join me every weekend for an episode that's entertaining, educational, and can help you become the best version of yourself. Hello, welcome back to the pod. I'm so excited that you're here because this topic is very near and dear to my heart and I think it can help a lot of girls and honestly even guys because I feel like this, um, all of my advice is generally gender neutral. So yeah, before we get into how I got, how I built muscle and got toned within six months and how you can too, I want to say something I'm grateful for and something I'm not so grateful for. So I'm very grateful for the lovely long weekend I had up north with my family. If you don't know, we live in Minnesota and we went up north to Grand Marais. It's the cutest little town ever. I highly recommend you to look at some pictures and they also have the world's best donuts there. So you know what went down. And then something I'm not so grateful for is I'm just not grateful for the couple of weeks. I feel like end of summer is coming near and that's like really sad to say because I know it's literally July but um for a lot of people that are in college summer ends in like the middle of August and I'm kind of in the same boat so I have lots to do and I have very little time and I kind of wish I was getting more done earlier in the summer but that's okay we all deserve a little bit of rest and I am not going to make myself feel bad for resting in the summer because that's what summer's for. But anyway, I just really thought that this episode was needed because if I was, if I two years ago was listening to an episode, I would like actually know what to do with my fitness journey and not go down the path of an eating disorder. Um, So yeah, but building muscle and getting toned is the same exact thing. I think a lot of women have this wrong where they're like, oh, well, building muscles for guys, you know, I'll just go and do a ton of Pilates. Well, you see, building muscle for guys and girls are different because we're biologically different and our muscles, um, they're a little bit different. And so for a guy, yeah, you can lift a ton of weights and get a little bulkier, um, but for a female, it's a little bit difficult because unless she's taking, obviously, like, creatine and other, like, things that I actually don't recommend, you will you can lift weights and get toned and you will not look bulky like you can like find me on instagram and look at me at wellness w lana and see like wait a minute she's not so bulky but she lifts weights exactly like that's what i want to show you but anyway you can start seeing significant progress if you go at all of the three aspects i talk about which are going to be workouts nutrition and recovery those are all three big things for building muscle and getting that toned look um and yeah for me i started seeing progress after like two to three weeks i was definitely like underweight and not eating enough so when i started eating enough and i started really lifting weight instead of just doing all this cardio i started to see significant progress and then after about two months of like very consistently just bam, like I started like all of the weights, like I could just increase all of my reps and everything. And it was amazing. And I can now do like pull ups and everything. So I feel a lot stronger. And of course, I am going to get stronger as I go. But obviously, 
Um, this was definitely a transformation probably from like zero, like January to now, which is July. It's technically seven months, um, but it's kind of amazing how different I look. Even like my little sister, she's like, Alana, like you literally look so different from who you were there to now. And I'm like, exactly. That's, I wanted to look different. I did not want to look like a piece of spaghetti. Anyway, so there are three aspects to I guess, getting toned and building muscle. And again, I'm going to be trying to make this gender neutral, but since I'm a female, I kind of know how the female body builds muscle and what you need to do because like, I'm not a guy, so I can't really give you advice on that. But I mean, if you want to take some of this, go ahead. I'm not a certified nutritionist or a coach. I'm just going from like general, um, general knowledge that I got over these couple of months and honestly years that I tried to build muscle and failed and then obviously research and talking to people that are professionals and figuring out what they do for their clients for example so the first aspect of building muscle is workouts you're gonna need to work out to build muscle there is literally no other way around it and for a workout this, I'm just going to say this and you can come at me, start lifting and quit the excessive cardio. Okay. Like you can let that sink in because for me, if you were talking to me about a year ago, I'd be like, absolutely not. I love my cardio. I love my running and it's fine, but you're going to have to dial back severely on the cardio and start lifting. So for a beginner, you're probably like, well, I run all the time because I don't know how to work out. That's okay. One of my favorite things is workout videos and I still use workout videos like almost every single day to get like ideas for stretches. Sometimes I do like a workout just for like, just to see like the proper form and get ideas and not have to overthink things. But obviously now that I'm kind of progressing out of the workout videos, they're not as difficult for me. I'm probably going to start writing my own workouts soon. Um, and maybe I'll even post them or talk about my workout split. Um, obviously, reach out, DM me on Instagram and just say like, hey, I want you to do an episode on this and I probably will. So again, if you're a beginner and I'm telling you to start lifting, you're probably freaking out. But a lot of this can be, at first, body weight exercises. And I still do body weight exercises if I don't have equipment or my body's sore or I literally want to do body weight exercises because you can do a really good workout just with your body weight. So obviously to make it harder, you can add resistance bands and then take small weights and go up from there. But I love, you know, pull-ups and push-ups and burpees. Like those are all difficult, difficult exercises. And I mean, I get burpees are a little more cardio-based, but you do get that push-up in there. There's also like, obviously like squats and lunges, but generally for body weight, pull-ups and push-ups or more for like upper body and obviously you can do like squats, squat pulses and I like fire hydrants for like the glutes with a resistance band. So obviously start off very, very um, like just do body weight and maybe a couple resistance bands and go up from there. Um, with your exercises, once you kind of get out of the phase of a ton of workout videos, like i am really been trying to get out of my phase. Um, I try and find exercises that I already know that hit a ton of muscle groups in one go. So 
think about tricep dips. You know, you're getting kind of your shoulders, but also like your triceps. Lunges, you're, a lot of times you have to like really suck in your core, which is working your abs and also your legs. Squats, a lot of times I would do like a squat with a shoulder press, like do pretty much two exercises in one go. And this makes your workout not only more effective, but more efficient and it can be more challenging as well. So next, a lot of people ask, well, okay, once, you know, I'm not a beginner anymore, I'm kind of out of my workout video phase, um, how heavy should I lift and for how many reps? So reps is pretty much repetitions of a certain weight and they should be inversely related. So if you lift very light weight, then you would need a lot more repetition, so a lot more reps to really feel that burn. And if you obviously are lifting very heavy, you physically can't lift that many reps, so you're going to lift less. You don't need to lift crazy heavy, especially at first, as long as it challenges you and you increase the weights that you use. Um, For example, like if you use generally five pounds per arm, like dumbbells, for your arm workouts, well, then a couple weeks, you should start using eight pounds or something like that. So it's like very small, gradual changes. And um, one thing, though, is before you increase your weight, make sure you have proper form. A lot of people in the gym are just like not it with the form. It's all wrong. And generally, when you have wrong form, it hurts your progress in your muscles because you're not activating them correctly and you can also get injured so just make sure you have proper form and again use the internet ask people you can be a beginner don't feel bad about being a beginner because everyone used to be a beginner and didn't even know how to do a proper push-up so ask and then improve from there and then once you have you know perfect form and you're feeling like you're not challenged enough then you can increase your weight Remember though, you should go to failure. So when you are lifting anything, your last rep should be extremely difficult. Like you should be like, like really like grr, like trying to do like your max effort for your last rep. This is pretty much, failure is when you can't really lift any more reps. And this is generally where your muscle really breaks down and really starts to get into that muscle building process. Again though, don't like, doing one rep of like a 50 pound dumbbell for your arm is like not it you want to generally do at least like at least five to ten reps maybe more if it's generally a lighter weight so just make sure you're going to failure and this is also why workout videos are great but not that great because generally workout videos are timed um like i'm just thinking off the top of my head like pamela reef or um Blogo Lotties. I love all of them. They're perfect for beginners, but it's like all, even Chloe Ting, they're all very timed. And for example, once you get maybe the first month, the workout is extremely hard. But then after a month, your muscles grew, you got stronger. Then it's not hard anymore, but it's the same like 30 seconds of, I don't know, the same 30 seconds of squats. Like, yes, you can increase the weight, but it doesn't challenge you as much. So this is why I really like trying to kind of make your own as as long as like you have enough base knowledge of like proper form and everything, but do start off with workout videos. Honestly, they're the easiest thing and I recommend them to everyone who just wants to start off in, you know, weight training or just working out in general. So next, 
dial down, I already mentioned this before, but dial down on the cardio. I actually stopped running completely. Um, I know a lot of people are like, wait a minute, what? So yeah, I stopped running completely because, well, one, I did not have a healthy relationship with running in particular and like hit workouts also. So what I did was in, so I started trying to really build muscle, muscle in January um, and then in March, early March, I quit running and I have not gotten back to running. I also quit cycling. I will get back to it, but my goal right now is to get stronger and build muscle. Um, once I'm, you know, trying to really maintain my muscle and not like really trying to build as much, um, I will be getting stronger, but it will just won't be as quick. Then I probably will definitely get back to running and, um, you know, cycling because I do enjoy those things. I just don't want to overdo it again because I have overdone it in the past. And then also for now, my I still do cardio. Cardio is very healthy for your cardiovascular health. Um, what I love to do, hawk or walks. You already know, if you're in your hawk or walk while listening to me, bravo to you. My heart goes out to you. That's literally what I do all the time to listen to podcasts is go on a walk. Um, also, if you're on the treadmill, I like doing the 12-3-30 workout, but I have like definitely gotten stronger. So now I do max incline which for my treadmill it's 10 not 12 but just max incline I do it for 30 minutes but instead of like speed 3 I do speed 3.5 to 3.8 so it's more of like a speed walking speed and I love to just like answer dms or you know scroll through tiktok while doing that in the morning to really break a sweat and I generally do that before or after my you know my little weightlifting workout it just depends on how I feel I also sometimes still do, you know, once or twice a week or or just after one of my lifts, I'll do some HIIT workout or like a dance workout generally on YouTube, but it's only 10 to 15 minutes and I don't really want to overdo it on the cardio. I do walk a ton, but I definitely don't want to overdo it on like very strenuous cardio because that is not my goal. My goal is not necessarily like one thing I'm going to have to mention before I keep going is if your goal is to gain muscle and get toned, you need to know that this the scale is not going to help you determine if you got healthier. This my the scale went up drastically for me as I built muscle, but I don't really look like I gained that much weight, and that's because well number 1, I was really underweight, but number 2, it's because I generally have muscle mass on my body, and so muscle weighs more than fat. So if you're working out and you're really hitting everything and doing everything right and you're not seeing the skill budge and you're still seeing it go up, but like you look good in your clothes and you like how your body looks and that's muscle mass, sweetie, and you don't need to worry about the scale and the scale isn't going to help you. I've even um, actually stopped weighing myself because I feel like it just gives me a lot of anxiety and we don't need that in our life. So I just like to take pictures and progress pictures. So there we go. The second aspect of building muscle is nutrition. Now, nutrition is very difficult, I think, for women in particular because we're literally told to eat less, always eat salad, always eat the low-calorie option, and no, okay? Eat! And eat enough. And eat literally almost like you're in a bulk. We're not talking about dirty bulking here. We're talking about, like, eating, like, a lot and eating what your body needs. Like, stop restricting food groups. Um, Even I eat sugar and white carbs like no one is going to explode and you are going to need it whether you want to build muscle or just live a happy life 
I don't track macros or calories and I instead learn to be intuitive with my body. So honestly, when I did track calories for, I think two years ago, um, that number one fueled the eating disorder. Number two, it made me under eat even if I was saying I'm going to eat 2,000, 2,500 calories because it's literally not enough for my body. And number three, it's like really inaccurate because all of the calorie calculators that you probably get online don't know your body. And especially if you're like a teenager, like if you're under the age of 20 or like even sometimes for women, like 24, your body's still growing. So I don't understand why you need to like, like, I just don't get it. So instead, you know, knowing and respecting what your body craves and when it's hungry. So for example, I know that my body craves a ton of protein and carbs after a workout and that's a good thing. It shows that my body's working and it knows what it needs. And sometimes I do once in a while, like once in a blue moon, I'll kind of estimate my protein amount. Um, because sometimes I can go a little too much or, or a little too little of protein. So for muscle growth and to get toned, you should opt for one gram of protein per pound of body weight. So if you weigh like 120 pounds, you'd want to eat 120 grams of protein. And obviously there are so many different types of protein. So it might sound like a lot, but obviously like, for example, in the morning, if you have like, like eggs or pro oats, which are protein oatmeal or um, like a protein smoothie, like that, those are all great options. And then obviously like for lunch, maybe have um, whatever, like whatever your protein is probably like chicken or something carb and a fat and then dinner could also be um protein carb and fat so try to have protein in every single meal and even snacks so for snacks you know protein bars nuts are great too um and don't just eat like a lot of people just eat chicken breast and they like you'll probably see a lot of bodybuilders do that but honestly all types of protein is good protein so protein bars peas beans hummus even um you know all of that chicken, turkey, beef, like all of those are good sources and fish. Don't forget about the fish. Um, I prefer, you know, plant-based proteins and I also like chicken and fish and um, turkey. I'm not too big of a fan of beef and I, I despise pork. I'm okay eating beef. I don't love it. I don't hate it. So I'm pretty neutral. Um, but I just want to say that you do need all macros. I just did a whole soap opera on the types of protein that I like, but you need all macros. Don't skimp on carbs or fats because these are beneficial for your health and your muscles. Like your body's going to need carbs and fat to run properly and to just be your glowiest and happiest self. Next, I did mention this in an earlier pod episode, but Following the 80-20 diet is key, um, 80% whole foods. So we're talking about, you know, the rice and the quinoa and the sweet potatoes and the greens and the proteins and the, you know, healthy protein bars that you made at home, like things like that. But then the 20% is the fun things. So like the chocolate and, you know, the ice cream with friends and the pasta at the restaurant and the pizza. Like, I think when you have this kind of abundance mindset, you're just like you're just so happy and I think honestly it really helps your relationship with food and everything so the thing is also do not like skip a meal specifically after you work out for example I work out in the morning I like to work out fasted so that means because I wake up pretty early like 
five, I'm not going to eat something at five because I'm just not hungry. But by the time I finish my workout at like seven or eight, don't worry, my workout isn't like two, three hours, but like, you know, like getting up, you know, doing my normal morning routine, then going downstairs, you know, getting my workout in, then, you know, showering, like it all takes a while. But um, by the time it's like seven or eight, like I'm hungry and generally always, always try to have a good source of protein and carbs right after your workout. It helps to feed your muscles. So I read about this, that the longer you wait to refill your body, the less efficient it becomes at putting the nutrients to work where you want them to work. So you have like a window to have your carbos carbohydrates and your protein after each workout so like there is a wide window obviously the window isn't going to automatically shut off in an hour your body isn't a clock but try to eat you know relatively soon after you work out also for muscle building you need to have protein um the amino acids and protein are the building blocks of muscle and true growth cannot occur without them Okay, number three. I know you you better be like taking notes. This is so much information. I did a lot of research for this pod episode because I thought it would be helpful. But recovery, yay! Okay, so your muscles can't grow if you don't give them time and rest to grow. You can't get toned on an empty tank, like physically and mentally. So the first thing, which isn't technically recovery, but I think it's important. Um, to aid in that is a daily warm-up or a warm-up before you work out and a cool-down stretch foam rolling situation after you work out. I know we're busy. I know like if you're like me, you want to get in and out, you want to work out and just go on with the rest of your day. And that's great. But you also want to make sure that your muscles are just, you know, warm enough and stretched and everything to start the workout and also to finish the workout. So when you warm up specifically, even if it's like three, five minutes, just of like stretches and like dynamic movements, it increases your body and muscle temperature and which pretty much enables oxygen to reach your muscles so you can lift heavier and more with ease. It also prevents, um, you know, getting injured and things like that. And it kind of gets you ready mentally for the workout because I believe that to work out, it's not just like a physical thing. You kind of mentally lock in to work out and you really should try and activate that mind-muscle connection right when you start your warm-up so then you can very successfully do the rest of your workout. And then, and then, do not forget like a cool down. I love to just sometimes even walk, um, a little bit of stretches. And if I have extra time, I foam roll after a workout it really just helps to bring blood flow back and just everything goes right back into your muscles. There's also a, I know if you hate stretching like me, I'm going to give you some science to kind of convince you to stretch because I always need science to convince me to do certain things. So every muscle in your body is enclosed in a bag of this tissue that's very tough and it's called fascia. So fascia is extremely it pretty much holds your muscles in the place that they need to be. Like, you don't want, like, I don't know, like, your ab muscle to, like, drop down to your leg. Like, that would just be weird. Fascia is also could be holding back from your muscles, like, growing because it's so tough 
and it's not stretched that it will like literally like clunch up and not let your muscles move or I mean move but not like actually grow so first you want to stretch them fascia is tough but you can stretch it because then it would kind of expand the tissue and allow your muscles inside to like pop out you know what I mean so obviously stretch okay I don't care if you just do some yoga I don't care if you turn on some music and stretch a little bit or foam roll and stretch just stretch okay even if it's once a day stretch and sleep I know I know this is my favorite part of recovery sleeping Sleeping is so important because it helps your muscles release these protein-building amino acids into the bloodstream at like a faster rate, which helps them become bigger and stronger over a long period of time. It also releases a growth hormone during your REM sleep, which is rapid eye movement sleep, which also helps with muscle repair. I just said a lot of big words, but pretty much sleeping builds up your muscles because when you're in your REM phase, which is the rapid eye movement phase, your, the growth hormone kind of being pumped out of your body is going to your muscles. So sleep. And if you really struggle um, to sleep, because I try to aim for eight hours, but sometimes I get seven. Actually, a lot of times I've been trying to improve it. Don't hate on me. But I'm trying to really have a good wind down routine. And this will help me go to sleep faster and also stay asleep. I know, um, even the last pod episode, we were I was talking with girls with goals and Caroline mentioned that she struggled sleeping and she would always like wake up at random times. And obviously that's not great for your muscles. And so I've dealt with the same problem. So I have some easy tips to go to sleep better. So turn off everything. And I know this is hard, but all the phones and all the TVs, we already, this is very common knowledge that blue light can really keep you up. So I tried to turn it off at least 30 minutes to an hour before bed. Some people go extreme and are like two to three hours, but I think that's that's a little too much for me. I like to read a book, but I try not to get the really good like murder mystery books because otherwise I will stay up. And then drinking some tea, my favorite is peppermint. It kind of gets something nice and warm in your body, but don't drink too much because if you drink too much tea at night, we know you're going to be waking up to use the bathroom. And then... um. Set an alarm and put the phone on the other side of the room because not only does this help you not have the temptation of touching the phone, but it also can help you get out of bed faster in the morning. And then making a consistent sleep schedule. So I try not to vary this more than half an hour or an hour to even on the weekends because, you know, having a consistent sleep schedule helps you wake up and go to bed at the same time. But again, life does happen, so get back on your sleeping grind. If, for example, I stayed up super late at the 4th of July, that's okay. I, you know, slept in a little bit, but I kind of made, I was tired the next day, but then I made sure to go to sleep on time. And the final thing in recovery is rest days. So not only do you need to sleep and obviously do your warm-ups and stretches, but have a day or two or even three if you go super hard in the gym to rest, to let your body recover. Because when we perform weightlifting or strength training, even things like Pilates, our muscles are um, damaged in the process. They have these teeny weeny tears and they need to rest to restore themselves. 
And once they get rest, they grow. So prioritize your rest days and make sure that you can also keep these active so you can stretch and foam roll maybe more if you always wake, wake up like me and you work out right away. Instead of working out on your rest day, I stretch for that time. It's a very long stretch, but it feels so good. I also still like to walk on those days, but I don't do anything strenuous or anything with weights in particular. Another thing I have to know about rest days is don't forget to eat normally on rest days. I think a lot of people say, well, I don't work out, so I shouldn't eat that much. Well, no, you still need protein, especially on your rest days, because that's literally when your body is trying to recover and like repair the muscles. So eat protein, still eat, and just enjoy kind of the whole process of resting. Because honestly, I feel like working out isn't just a physical thing, it's a mental thing. So if you don't take rest days, you're going to feel really burnt out and not necessarily enjoy your workouts. So, you know, work hard, play hard, but also rest hard. So I hope you really enjoyed this episode. I hope you learned a lot. I just wanted to put all of this knowledge in one little kind of nugget-sized episode so you kind of know what to do to build muscle. So again, I'm going to mention, kind of like have a little recap of how to build muscle and get toned. So first, working out. Start lifting. Start off maybe workout videos and body weight and then go up from there, but make sure you have proper form. With your weights, try to train to failure. This is where your muscle really breaks down and dial down on the cardio. For nutrition, eat and eat a lot. Try to get one gram of protein per pound of body weight. But obviously, I'm not pro tracking macros or calories, but like sometimes estimating like this sausage has 12 grams of protein. Like that's obviously a great way. Making sure you have all macros, but again, having this whole kind of balanced lifestyle where you can eat very healthy, but also have treats and cake and dessert. And that's all part of your lifestyle. And then obviously eating protein and carbs specifically right after your workout. And then finally, recovery. So obviously warming up and cooling down after your workout, sleeping enough and resting on those days off, keeping those gentle rest days and you can keep them active but you don't need to go out to the gym because that does not count as a rest day so yeah that's that's just how I changed my body within six months and a lot of people say like did it affect your mental health and it did you I got a ton more confident and I feel a lot stronger and I don't have I'm definitely improving my relationship with food because my body literally needs it so bad after I work out so I hope you loved this episode and learned a ton. If you have any questions or comments, make sure to find me on Instagram or TikTok at wellnesswlana, no spaces or capitals. And then follow this podcast, give it a rating, give it a review, and I hope to see you next week. Bye-bye.